Hello everybody, it's your voice, I'm Olikia Papa, and you're welcome to another episode on Reality Inside Podcast. Okay, today I have a very close friend of mine here. Um, her name is Eliana. Eliana, say hi. Hi everyone. What's up? How you doing? Okay, so Eliana and I go way back. Um, we're friends for quite a long period of time. And this topic that we have today, <laughs> trust me, I don't have any other person better to you know cancel you <laughs> as to the direction it goes okay so um the title of the topic today is parenting issues it's a very important topic very interesting and also very sensitive because mm-hmm. um yeah it's something we all parents have to pay attention to and teenagers as well have to you know play their own part so first of all elena what um what are the things parents do let's start itemizing them what are the things parents do <laughs> i feel like i feel like huh, parents actually do a lot of things but like if we're going to talk about like issues that you know that are very common with parenting especially with our beloved nigerian parents <laughs> i think the number one issue is actually communication i feel like Niger- one thing about nigerian parents is that they always have that mindset that you know i'm older so i know better than you you know or i'm wiser than you and you know you can't have a saying this especially whenever they're scolding you it's almost like you know just shut up like whatever they say is right whether even if they are wrong they're sure right they just have that they just always tend to like you know shut you out or shut you down i don't want you to like speak up on certain things and i feel like that is actually one thing nigerian parents or i'm not saying nigerian parents i'm just saying parents in general do that i i see as an issue because once you do that you're not like letting especially for teenagers teenagers are very expressive we always want to be heard we always want to express ourselves and once you start to like you know shut down a teenager and not like and not make them (laughs) once you start to like um shut down a teenager and not let them express themselves it becomes it becomes very um oppressive and you know they start to feel they just really start to feel somehow and i feel like that is a major issue that many teenagers face with their parents is lack of communication which goes both ways because you have parents who don't let um who don't let their kids speak up on certain issues because they have that mindset that they don't know anything or you know i'm older so they won't know they don't have any experience in this they don't they don't know anything about this and then you also have you also have um the kids from their own point of view who don't even communicate with their parents because they're already like getting that bad energy of my parents don't want me to say anything so fine i'm not going to tell them anything and so once you have both both parties you know not communicating to each other it tends to always create like a barrier and like they tend to drift from each other which is which is a major issue i see like even with my parents you know i just feel like communication is the very foundation to having a great relationship with your child and with your parents so i feel like parents really need to understand that the best way they can parent a child is if they have great communication with them and the only way you can have good communication is if you actually let them be expressive and if you let them open up to you and not every five five and not every five minutes you know you're jumping into conclusions or you're judging them or you're Mm. shutting them up so i feel like that's a very major issue yeah that's something they do yeah yeah it's a big problem because communicating to your parents yeah the idea is that they are they are, but then there's this feel that you know they know more 
they, they know mm. they know but exactly but the problem that they need to realize is that if they don't like bridge that gap like from that closure then trust me we always have yeah. problems with our parents so what else what else do you think mm. you don't want to talk is it not <laughs> okay, okay so Sam, what else okay um i think privacy i, I think privacy is a big yeah. problem <laughs> They they not they not they like the you know this expectation of it's my phone it's my device I as as long as they bought as long as I'm, it's so funny because my friend my I have this friend who <laughs> I have this friend who um her parents even she's actually like twenty but like wow. even at that age her parents can you imagine her parents wow. are still asking her for her phone. So Crazy. she said. So I think she went to buy herself a phone, and she said, "Let them dare ask me for. Wow. <laughs> Let them dare ask me to look at my phone because they can't. They don't have the excuse that I bought it for you." Yeah. So yeah, privacy is a really important. And I th- and I think I think it's very it's very key because when you start giving when you start giving your child that kind of feel, then like you said, your friend who is twenty, she's going to go and get the phone herself. You know, when mm-hmm. when you don't let a child be a child, when you don't let a teen be a teen. They kind of want to explore on their own. Do you get like as far well, the yeah. fact that I can't have it in their mind? They're like, why can't I have it? So they want to do it more. You know, it's just exactly. about this, just about this exposure kind of thing. You need to let them. They will be exposed, yes, but then you need to, you need to put in that love, that guidance, and all that stuff. But at the same time, mm-hmm. make you yeah, friendly. Yeah, because I get it. I yeah. get like you know, the whole, I get like the whole concerning. We we live in a very very technological our generation is very very advanced no doubt you know yeah you know things that you know 10 year olds when i was 10 i didn't even know now 10 year olds are probably like you know no like oh, they i'm telling you about or singing so i get like you know you want to protect your kids and that like especially to nigerian parents that privacy thing is very it's even an insult <laughs> like what are you hiding what can't you show me that hey, well, why can't you show me your phone uh-huh. <laughs> why do you have a password <laughs> Uh, what the password i mean i feel like every every child every nine every nigerian child has gone through the phase of their parents taking their phone trust, <laughs> trust. because they found something on their phone exactly they randomly saying oh yeah bring your phone let me see what let me look at your chat that type of thing and they've had a seized that one is a in fact you've not been through that you're not nigerian yeah i'm not nigerian honestly you know besides that i feel like privacy is something that um I feel privacy comes with age. Obviously, yeah. I don't see why a ten-year-old or your, or an eleven-year-old should be asking for privacy. Like, exactly, what are you hiding? You what know? are you hiding? But I feel like <laughs> once you become more mature in terms of like get a certain age, probably like you know seventeen, eighteen, and you you know you start to you have more experience and you know you have more knowledge about things. You are aware. You're not. You're basically you know you're independent in a way because you can do some certain things that you couldn't do before. Yeah. As because you're growing up, so I feel like with that there should be privacy. You know, I feel like parents should more like, and this is where trust comes in because mm. I feel mm. like if your parents trust you enough, they will be able to like lay like they'll be able to like lay but like okay because i trust you i'm going to let you be go go with this thing and i'm not going to interfere you know i'm just going to have that trust in you that you're you know what you're doing and you're capable of handling and being responsible for that situation yeah so i feel like you know once parents 
once parents gain trust with their with teenagers especially there should be privacy because i don't see why you claim you trust your your you know your teen but at the same time you're still asking them to bring mm, their, their phone yeah i feel you. i feel you. privacy i feel like privacy is something that every every parent should understand that teens want it's nothing it's nothing to bizarre it should not be looked at as an, as an insult every child and experience is the best teacher honestly if you feel like your mm. child is not is feeling that you're choking them then let them then give them that free space and let them experience whatever it is that you're trying to prevent them from and they will learn from about it so i just feel like with privacy trust comes first trust is a very a very very basic yeah. foundation yeah another thing that i think is a very big problem is when it comes to the instance of comparing oh my god that part yeah. is that part is a major is a major issue in Nigeria. I'm like, see your sister, she's doing better than you. She's bo- it's not the same school you're going to. I'm like... They can't, they don't burn yourself if you never <laughs> be compared. You need to be compared. You must have been compared. It won't be compared. I'm telling you, if, if you are the only child, there will be a friend. There will be a friend that comes to your house that is better. There's somebody better. There's always somebody that you should, you should be better yeah yeah there's always a competition which is very 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 actually um as funny as it is it's actually very sad because you sort of like um you sort of you know make that person feel insecure Mm. you know i would say i would say my my parents were like the comp like my parents didn't like compare me to like other people but like not you know there's some parents who do like religiously like they're forever comparing they're always saying look at your friends they're yeah. this one that but my parents you know i mean once in a while they did make that comparison and i can tell you when they did that it really it didn't even help me i don't know how they managed to think that comparing <laughs> you to another parent it didn't bring about any motivation at all if not it made me um more insecure yeah, and it kind down. of made my uh yeah and it made me um i had you know um i wasn't confident because mm. i always felt that because whenever they made that reference or whenever they made that comparison i'm always like ah oh, god so this person is better than me and i thought yeah. like, why am i not as good, good as this person or and i'm trying and people need parents need to understand that your child is not going to be as good as the other person because it depends on how gifted and how talented that that child is i mean i'd still like when parents make that conference you need to understand okay first of all which field are you comparing your child to is it your child that is a science student that you want them to do as good as the drama student or your child that is um a sports student i want them to be as good as somebody who's um you know in chemistry or something you just need to you just need to understand that understand where your child what your child is gifted in you know their their natural talent what is it that they perform well in and then even with that there should be no comparison yeah it doesn't like, just them. encourage them just yeah. scold them if they are flunking i mean like they're like why are you flunking come on now but don't compare because that thing actually does a lot to like it hurts people and mm. it even makes them not want to be a good because it's like okay so you're trying to say what now? If that's the case, then why don't you go and adopt that person as your child? I feel like so parents need to stop that. I don't like that. No, yeah. just stop it, please. <laughs> <laughs> and another point, which is 
like the teenage problem <laughs> this is the problem everywhere and i think it's still linked to trust the cocoa, but the cocoa. <laughs> the cocoa this is the cocoa caging as far they say um, um they want to know your friends which is allowed which is understandable but at the same time that judging that's that aspect when they now say okay show me your friend and they now start judging something like that Uh-huh. that needs to be dealt with because you can't really say you can't really say um yeah to an extent your friend influences you to a very large extent but at the same time yeah, you can you can exactly so you can't as well just like condemn that person because what if you were the one who could make that person stop the habits that the person picked and all of that you know you know they say friends two friends scold each other like my mom used to tell me sometimes she'd be like when two friends go into a particular room and they cut both of them come out smiling that means one of them did not tell the other the truth something like that so you know there's always a chance for you know that change so let's let's not judge let's not judge friends for who they are and, and that yeah so eliana what else do you think is a problem is a problem i feel like even with the issue of like friends i feel like everyone that um can relate Mm. like every like every team that communicates is the issue of like um when you want to go out or like when you want to hang out and they're always bringing that okay who is the person okay first first of all i get it like i get like you want to know yeah where i'm going or who i'm going with but then the thing about <laughs> nigerian parents is especially my parents i feel as if they're just so close minded when it comes to friends their own their own friend their own idea of my friends is that the people i went to the secondary school forgetting that <laughs> hello i can't are there are many or there are many there are like yeah. 101 ways yeah. for me to um school and church out or exactly or people in your church there are 101 ways for me to be with people outside that that environment you know mm. like people i even went to my friends from secondary school probably like out of like all of them that were friends with only like five mm. still you know kept the friendship I, i just feel like one thing parents need to know is that the the friends they know will not always be your friends there's yeah. so and i feel like they can't really like and they, i'm not trying to say like people should go and have like a thousand and one friends you too so should be careful about you know the friends you have and everything be wise about that make the right decisions but i feel like in terms of parents they always especially in german parents they always want to have that um Okay, I don't know this person. So, where did you get this person? Where did you meet this person? Like, <laughs> who is this person? Who is this person? Like, you can't really mm. expect to know my friends on phone because it's not—it's not everybody that I went to school with or that is from my church that is my friend. You have friends. You can make friends from anywhere. For goodness' sake, like I said, this technological generation, yeah. social media is the greatest out there to reach everyone. I can mm. be friends with somebody from Kazakhstan or Turkey, <laughs> or you never know. So I'm. I'm always so with that friend issue. I feel like um especially when it comes to like, you know wanting to um hang out and and this is where caging comes in. Mm. But I'll get to that first. Yeah. Um in terms of that, I feel like parents should understand that your especially for teenagers, your child will always make friends outside of that environment you're used to. Yeah. So yeah. See, you know I like the topic because everything is intertwined. Mm. This is where trust comes in. So if, if if your trust, if you trust that person enough, and if you know you have good communication, and if you know your 
that that your child very well you be you be relaxed to know that okay even though i don't know this person personally i believe that you're making the right the right decision exactly. yeah and also you won't tend to cage the child so much because i feel like uh, it gets to an age where you can't cage a team forever mm. especially a teenager yeah. For goodness sake, you go to university, you're not there with them. Yeah. They are going to move out of your house eventually. You're not there with them. You're going to start work. You're not then you're not there with them. There's so many cases. Even in normally secondary school, you're not there with them. You don't know what goes Time. on. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. When they are in school. Which is why some prayers when some prayers go for teachers' conference, their mouth is always shocking because it's like some, <laughs> is that some my job? kids live double lives, you get because you're not really there with them. So it's always having that um so in terms of caging and you know trying to restrict your child okay i'm not talking about when i say child i'm not talking about you know young young people i'm, just, I'm talking Team. based off my own age exactly yeah. teen, from like 17 16 to like above 17 and above so i feel like you won't be able to cage them forever you have to let them go out and see these things for themselves experience these things for themselves you get so I feel like, you know, since you're not going to be able to keep them forever, you might as well just be left to trust them. As much as parents, I, I don't know, I don't know how else to like, you know, make, um, to paint the picture for like parents. I wait, are parents listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> yes, your mom is probably going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. That's it. I feel you. You know, um, so this this thing is um it's it's it's, it's two ways, you know, it's it's the mom, the parent side, it's also the teenage side. We on our own hand, we have to make ourselves we have to be trusted by mm-hmm. our parents, you know. If we are not trusted by them, then that's a big problem. That's where the whole parenting issues come in. So we have a part to play. We need to act yeah. mature. We need to act responsible for whatever we do so that, you know, it won't be difficult for them to trust us and difficult for them to, mm-hmm. you know, give us that space that we all want, you know. Um, and parents as well, they, they would understand, I hope by listening to this a lot of things will change hopefully you know so yeah i, I really want to emphasize that two-way that two-way thing um outside from you know <laughs> this being a parent <laughs> issue thing i feel like teenagers also need to understand that you need to give them that reason for them to you can't be talking about trust you know of them wanting to trust you and then you're giving them every reason not to trust you in terms of like let's say you go out now you come back late and then you know you're you're high or you're drunk or something like that you're gone you you obviously like oh guy me self i won't trust you you get so like you can't keep doing that or you can't just keep flunking or you know yeah going around and messing up and you're complaining that oh they're not trusting me they're not giving me their privacy they're not giving my privacy they're not doing this they're not doing that like you're giving them every reason not to so you need to be reasonable about it if you want them to if you want them to you know treat you as someone that is independent or if you want them to treat you as someone that you know can 
can take care can take care of themselves and can be responsible. You also have to show them that responsible side of you. It's a two way thing. It, it's always a two way thing. You know, as much as parents have their own, us teenagers too, we also have our own. So just even if you aren't that type of person, I shall, I shall put up front. You get yeah. give them. So I feel like you know it's um it's very important that you know teens know that um your parents will only give you. Or only treat you based on how you how you present yourself and that's, that's, that's yeah. period. like I, I don't know how to explain it yeah it's very important yeah 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 so guys that's it um parenting issues this is the first chapter the first phase i'm going to be having the second phase with and my yeah, mom so that's the real that's the real talk <laughs> the cocoa <laughs> <talk. laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm telling you, but let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. You know, so um Eliana, I want to say a very big thank, thank you for, you having for me. joining us. Um, it was a very wonderful My pleasure. We had uh and I hope everybody was able to pick something from that. Um, you know, so this is Reality Inside Podcast. Um, yes, episode nine. Don't forget to share and tell your friends. Tell share. Friends, tell tell friends. your friends, 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 friends. Tell, tune in and exactly. listen. Exactly. You know the vibes. Okay. TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. So, yeah, that's it. Um, we're back full time to give you guys the episode back to back. I apologize for the, you know, the break in transmission. <laughs> but anyways, we're back. And I really hope you enjoyed the episode, episode 9, Parenting Issues. Stick around because a second phase, a much heated phase is coming soon. All right, guys. Mm-hmm.